Hey, Granville Chapel youth, welcome back to our Lent 2020 podcast series called 40 Days with Jesus. Whether you're waking up early to read your Bible or fitting it into another part of your day, I hope that our Father God is filling you with his love, his joy, and his peace as you consider the meaning of Easter, of Jesus's amazing gift on the cross for us, and for what that means for your life out in God's world. On today's episode, we're still going through the Old Testament, looking for signs of Jesus as we prepare for Easter, and we're reading Daniel chapter 7. So, grab your Bible, and let's get into it. Okay, so here we are in Daniel chapter 7, and I want to warn you, it's a bizarre passage of a wild dream. First, before we get into it, I think it's important to understand a little bit about this guy, Daniel, who we are reading about. Daniel was a young Jewish man living far away from home in an unfriendly empire called Babylon. Daniel and some of his people were snatched away from living in Israel by this foreign power. They were in exile. They'd lost their home, their family. They had to learn a new language, eat new food, practice new customs. Daniel and his friends were also called up to serve the king of this Babylon. I think it's an experience a lot like many of the refugees in our world today are experiencing. Maybe like the Syrian family we welcomed in 2016 from Syria in Granville Chapel. My question to you is, how would you do in that situation? And after all that, would, what would be left of your faith in God? In Daniel's case, his faith grows in Babylon, and God uses him and his friends to influence the king. A big reason why he and his faith thrived in this exile was because of how he was prepared as a child. You see, as a child in Israel, Daniel grew up under one of Israel's best kings named Josiah. King Josiah became king at age eight, And soon after, he actually discovered God's laws buried back in the temple. He read and followed them and actually restored the kingdom of Israel over a 30-year period to the point where the people were being led back to God, being true worshipers. So without knowing it, Daniel had been prepared for this exile, which was meant to strip away his faith and his cultural identity. So Daniel was ready, and God used him in this new place. It's a great example that what you do now to grow with God can have amazing effects later in your life. In Daniel's case, it was a a spiritual readiness to dream and to interpret dreams, which, if you think about it, is a really interesting way to influence an empire. So let's get into it in Daniel chapter 7. Did I say it's really weird? Yeah, here we go. If you like fantasy novels and movies with dragons and beasts and battles, you're going to love reading Daniel. Here we are, verse 2. Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven churning up the great sea. Four beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion, and it had the wings of an eagle. I watched until its wings were torn off, and it was lifted from the ground so that it stood on two feet like a man, and the heart of a man was given to it. Weird, right? It goes on and it gives this wild descriptions of four beasts. But after that, Daniel sees something that's not as hard to understand. He sees an image of God in heaven. Look at verse 9. 
As I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow, his hair on his head was as white as wool, his throne was flaming with fire. It's interesting, it's the same description of God we see in Revelation, some of that same imagery. Flip over to verse 13 and 14, it goes on and it says, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. So what does this all mean, this, these four wild beasts and this vision of a son of man led into God's presence? Well, first, we've just read it. Let's look a bit at the son of man. Who does that sound like? If you answered the classic church answer, Jesus, then you're right. Yeah, all those descriptions matched what Jesus later talked about and what he did and what the other gospel writers wrote that Jesus uh, about his kingdom and his everlasting kingdom. And what about the four beasts? Daniel himself is given the interpretation by God right in the dream, if you keep reading. And it says, the beasts represent the kingdoms of the earth that will trample things and people down and try to defeat God's people. Let me read verse 21 and 22. It says this, As I watched, this horn was waging war against the saints and defeating them until the Ancient of Days came and pronounced judgment in favor of the saints of the Most High, and the time came when they possessed the kingdom. So there you have it. God and his people win over the beast and these horns on the beast. Daniel 7 looks far into the future and foresees that God's people will be locked in a battle with the kingdoms of the earth. But he sees that God will ensure that his people win. So right at the end here, verse 27 says this, Then the sovereignty, the power and greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be handed over to the saints the people of the Most High. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom, and all the rulers will worship and obey him. It's great news. I want you to remember this vivid picture of Jesus in Daniel chapter 7 as you later read the New Testament. He is called one like a son of man, and he sits in God's throne room where he is guaranteed that his people will inherit God's amazing eternal kingdom. Here's a spoiler. In the New Testament times, the name Jesus called himself the most, especially in Mark's gospel, is the Son of Man. So watch for it as you're reading the New Testament. Okay, as I like to do every time, I want to give you a question and a prayer. So here's my question today. How are you investing in your growth with God now when you're young? Maybe Daniel's story today will spark in you an urge to let God prepare you for what's to come. Maybe you want to be like Daniel. And next, here's a prayer. Pause and thank Jesus for being God's powerful son of man, the one who trampled down the evil empire of Satan by his work on the cross at Easter and ensured that we, his people will inherit God's eternal kingdom.
Okay, thanks so much for listening in today. I hope that you've enjoyed it and have been a little more inspired to seek the Lord in Scripture and to tune your heart to the ways of Jesus during Lent. Have a great day at school, at home, with your friends, or whatever else you're doing. See you next time right here on our 40 Days with Jesus podcast. Thank you.